Sunday back recording this Monday night MLK day during Bucks Eagles and uh, the last five minutes of this game have turned a little bit but for the most part the Eagles are horrendous <laughs> yeah I mean that's the, the defense the Bucks just seem the Bucks just seem like they won't let them fold. The Bucks aren't good enough to like run away with this, but uh, right. yeah, the Eagles' defense is very Swiss cheese. It's just there's guys just wide open, second string tight ends. Uh, just it doesn't seem like they have interest in tackling. Uh, and all of the Eagles fans' uh, concerns from the last two months uh, are now on display on national TV. Now that we're all watching and like kind of give a shit. Yeah, they're lucky that uh, like Tampa could. This is, I think it was the first drive here. They're punting end of the second with a buck 42 left. And I think it's the first drive they haven't scored on, but it's all field goals. So it's just keeping, keeping Philly alive. Keep giving them hope. Three field goals. Is it? Uh, Three field goals. Wait a second. Three field goals is nine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh no. Muff punt. Maybe they should just go to the half. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you know, it's dangerous though. Do you have a team that just start they believe in themselves enough and just kind of grit it out? That might be where Philly that might be where Philly ends up in this game. But it's uh it's been an ugly one. They stink. Yeah, I think the winner of the weekend is the Niners, maybe. <laughs> yeah. The NFC might not be I mean, we knew the NFC wasn't good, but it might be worse than we think. Yeah, the Niners might have the easiest road to the Super Bowl. Of anybody I've heard people. Memory. I've heard people say it's wide open, which is I. I it's a little pet peeve of mine because I feel like every every year the term wide open is used, and maybe every sport except the NBA because NBA is usually like only a couple teams. But in the NFL, we hear wide open constantly, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see it that way exactly. I think the Niners are a pretty overwhelming favorite, which they could get beat, but that doesn't mean it's what. When you have a team that's minus one thirty before Wild Card Weekend even starts, mm-hmm. they're already minus odds, and then like the Cowboys lose, who's like their biggest competition on paper as mm-hmm. a two seed, mm-hmm. and now the Eagles, who are the defending champs, might lose. Not as wide open. Like, don't no, say that. No, it does not see it does not seem you know it's 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 wide open for everybody below San Francisco. For anybody right. that's not San Francisco, it's wide open to for who might lose to them. <laughs> right. That's how kind it kind of was last year. That's why the two one seeds made it. Yeah. The yeah. Chiefs like I don't I don't view either of these one seeds left as like slam dunks to make it. Um, especially the Ravens. Ravens have a little more competition heading their way. At some point, Buffalo KC. Yeah, but like the Niners are, I don't think the Niners is a slam dunk either. But like, they're the favorite. Yeah, <laughs> by yeah. a lot. AFC is more wide open than AFC is, meaning that there's For sure. least, there's three there's three kind of co favorites as far as you could p- take your pick. Like, do you believe in the Ravens? Do you think Casey's got it? Is this Buffalo's year? Like, all three of them are legitimate Super Bowl contenders. Whereas in the NFC, I don't know if I take anybody seriously outside San Fran. Like, do you take the no, house seriously? Do you take the Lions? 
Like, how seriously do you take the Lions and the Packers? Uh, I like the unknown of the Packers. Jordan Love, like Jordan Love has, he might be a star. The fact when you have that, go ahead. The fact that they went in to Dallas and kicked the shit out of them, it puts them on a different level. At least in your in my mind, I don't know if it's true or not. But just going in there for a playoff game and a playoff atmosphere and and having complete control of the game. What you're saying is a superstar, and that that might just be there. When you have a superstar, it's just everything kind of is in your favor when you have a guy like that. The one Super Bowl Rodgers won, they were the sixth seed. They ran the table on the road. And they beat the Bears week 17 that year. It's like Mm -hmm. mirror images. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that's happening, but I I do think (laughs) the uh, the unknown of Jordan Love maybe just being a star, Mm -hmm. I, I would give them a shot, whereas like, like Tampa, I'm pretty sure if they win this game, their season's going to expire next week. <laughs> yeah, no. Maybe, maybe the. It. I mean, I don't know. I guess they could beat Detroit, but like the unknown of the unknown of uh, of Green Bay makes me take them somewhat seriously. And then the Lions. It's intriguing. It's at the very least is intriguing. Yeah, the uh, I mean, they're going to be favored next week. We know that watching this game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, they could get to a Super Bowl. I, I wouldn't love them in a game at San Fran. I could tell you that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I Watching that game last night, first off, the crowd, unbelievable. Loudest, one of the loudest, hungriest crowds I think we've ever seen in sports. Mm-hmm. Like, that was like... That was like the '95 Yankees on steroids. That crowd. Like, yeah, you, you, you take it away from me for so long, and it finally gets back there, and it's like, you don't, you don't take it for granted. And I still, I, I thought the Rams were going to win the entire time. I just thought that they were, they looked like the better team. They were moving the ball. It was just mm-hmm. one too many field goals. Mm-hmm. And then you know, Goff made a couple plays at the end. I still. You know, don't fully trust Goff, even though he made a couple big plays there at the end, two completions to Brown. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Now it's like a ball don't lie. How they got screwed by the Cowboys, and they would have been the two seed if they'd won that game. Now they basically are the two seed. They're getting another home game. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean, I give them a shot. They're, they're, again, the Niners are the the big time favorite, like I said, but you know, I don't view them as unbeatable. So I mean, I, I give the Lions a shot. It's just I don't know. It's gonna be. Uh, I don't. I don't view the Lions. I, I don't see them going to the Super Bowl. You're not. You're not. You're not really scared of the Lions. Lions to me are like a nice story that just it, it doesn't have. It's not, not gonna go all the way. They're they're an interesting team. They're a fun team. They're a great story team. Coaches like you know, it's like that. Is it the guy for the right moment up there? But yeah. taking taking all the way to Lombardi Trophy is a little bit much to to ask for that team. It's really hard to close your eyes and see it. Yeah, yes. A lot, the Lions in a Super Bowl doesn't make yeah doesn't make sense. This, this isn't. We didn't see it with Barry. We didn't see it with Calvin Johnson. We didn't see it with the best they had to offer. I'm not sure they can do it with this group. With this group. I mean, I feel like they're not going to do it with this group. No, but they are benefiting from. 
a wide open underneath San Francisco <laughs> right, NFC. Yeah. yeah, that's helpful. Yeah, just yeah, get just get him put yourself in position to prove to prove me wrong, basically. I mean, they're at least the second best team on paper left in the yeah. conference. Yeah. That's all it takes. Uh, Eagles driving here, trying to get some points on the board before the half. Uh, I really like today. I realized I don't know if you had to work. You had you didn't have to work, right? No, not me neither. the The work week, especially, we could just make it during football season. That's fine, but it really all year round. It should be Tuesday through Friday. I would sign me up. I don't even care what day it is. I don't even care if it's. Wednesday, every Wednesday is off. I, I don't care what the four-day work week looks like. I, I'm all for it. Like, Monday is just the perfect – Monday but, is the perfect recuperation day. No, I know Monday. But then Monday becomes Sunday somehow. If you – you know, eventually it'll morph into uh, – us being the first generation would, like, view Monday as, like, a take-it-easy day. But uh-huh. eventually it's going to just be Sunday. <laughs> Is it going to become oh, a new by, Sunday? By the, by the younger people, you mean? Yeah, at some point. Yeah, it's just going to be something it's not meant to be. But, um, yeah, I'm all for it. But, I, I, like I said, I don't care what day it is. Monday is the perfect day, obviously. Just keep keep me the three-day weekend. But I don't care what day it is. Give me the four-day work week. Is there someone that's already adopted that? Is there another country that has that? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I can see, one, I can see some... European country giving that a shot, one of those smaller ones. Just trying. I really it. don't know. I really don't know why we don't have a four-day work week. Would you? How would you feel if things were like a little bit different, where you had like the long lunch, then to go back to a little bit of work at night? Like, it, uh, would you see yourself living the siesta lifestyle, doing that way? No, nah, I'd rather just cram it all into one day, like one <laughs> sprint. You'd rather have a 16-hour day and then just give yourself some time to recoup after that rather than, yeah. okay, I think I, get, I think I get down with, I think I get down with the uh, two-hour lunch, a long lunch, yeah, take it easy in the afternoon. I already take an hour lunch, I mean, which I don't need, but it's just what I'm offered, so I, I got to take, take it. I take what they give me, man. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sending it back. So you got to work what eight to five, and you you have to take the hour. Well, it's like eight. I'm like probably in my eight thirty forty five. You don't have to take the hour. They don't sit there. Kurt, they don't sit there. If I if I sit at my desk, and sometimes I do, but I mean, if I sat at my desk, nobody's going to encourage me to be like, "Oh, go take your hour." Nobody's going to do that. You got to go grab it. <laughs> you just got to do it. Yeah. And if you start answering emails or go to somebody's office and then you end up in a conversation and then there's a meeting and then you just kind of fucked yourself. So yeah. you have to you have to you have to be sure you take it or otherwise you're just not gonna you're just not gonna have a lunch that day. Which ha- which happens yeah. sometimes. It does. Yeah, all right. So four hour or four day work week. Did you did you like having the uh, double header today? Yeah, I mean, it was nice to have just because I wasn't doing anything at 4.30, so I was able to watch it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't – I'd rather it wasn't like – you know, I'm not for it next year, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'd rather have the triple header, obviously, yeah. Give me, yeah, well, no football at 1 o'clock on Sunday. It's just like fish out of water. I wonder how much the NFL pushed for it. 
just one, to see like a little bit of a experiment. Yeah, right. They had like the opening. I wonder if Goodell tried to get it done. I, I haven't seen any footage of Buffalo from yesterday, like how bad it was. Yeah. Um, it was bad. Like, okay. And so I, I don't know if the NFL was pushing for two reasons. One, because the game would have sucked if it was like in a, in a blizzard. You're looking at like nine six game or something, with like three missed field goals, but uh, and maybe the possibility of Pittsburgh actually pulling off an upset, which I'm sure they didn't. Right. And they did not want Pittsburgh to win, though. No, you want Bo- you want Buffalo KC next week, one hundred percent. Obviously, I want Buffalo KC, but um, there's that, and then yeah, that whole thing like, all right, now we have three days of double headers. Like, does it actually work? Does it does it work having MLK Day as like another football? Does it become does it become the Sunday now that we have a Sunday? Right. Can we get away with doing that next year? Yeah. Exactly. How would I don't? Do you think they would? Do you think? Let's say they did they did that next year and they want to do the doubleheader four and eight on Monday. When does it make sense to have? The games on Sunday schedule. I feel like you have to have one o'clock Sunday. Oh, because then you're going to do one and four thirty. Are they really going to give up Sunday night football? I don't see them giving that up. No prime time games. So the three prime time games are locked in. They're not giving up prime time. Uh, if you have two games on Sunday, when are they scheduled? Do you just do? Do you just do prime I'd time be- on? Do you just do prime time Saturday? And then two games Sunday, two games Monday. Just reverse it. No, I wouldn't do that. I like. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like. Better. I don't like. Any, I don't like any of these options. I like. I like how it is. I mean, but, I was fine with it. Three Saturday, three Sunday. Yeah, I'm, I was fine with that too. Yeah. <laughs> and the Monday night football, it's yeah, it's, it's a little odd having a Monday night football playoff game. But I mean, it's year three now, so eventually it's just going to be part of the fabric. That's what it is, yeah. Part of the machine. It's not going anywhere. No. Mm, yeah, I gotta say, I wanted to see one thing. Hang on, let me see if there's uh, anybody doing this, a forty this, work week. This felt like a like a like it's just like a wacky. I think it was because of the Bills game. It just felt like not no pun intended a wild. Super wild card weekend, and it's funny because the games sucked. <laughs> yeah, like it, 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 it like it felt like a marathon. Like it, it just feels like, you know, even though it flies by, it just feels like we've been watching football forever now. Yeah, and like all these big games, and it it feels like Texans Browns was like two weeks ago, and but but nothing like there was nothing really even. It doesn't help. There's only all one that good entertaining. Game. It, yeah, it doesn't game. help. There's only one good game. Yeah, Texans game is over. I mean, Dolphins Chiefs was a little bit close, but the Dolphins just never had it. Never got it going. Like you just no. never felt like they were actually going to make a move. And then Chiefs pulled away. Packers. I mean, the Cowboys kind of came back a little bit. Kind of made it a little bit interesting, but wasn't really interesting. Uh, Rams Lions good. Bills. Same Steelers, same thing. Like they were, they had a chance to kind of make a game, but it never became a game. Uh, They're down by a touchdown towards the end, and Bills came back and scored immediately. Yeah, uh, and this game actually might be uh, competitive. It could be like the second best game of the weekend, maybe. right? Yeah, sadly, yes. 
but I wouldn't count on it. I have no idea. Uh, it's I'm not gonna say it's the best game, but it might be the closest, second closest. <laughs> that's the best. That's the best, most comment you're gonna get out of me. Yeah, we'll see. I love this. So you you, you Google the four day work week, and the first thing three days ago, there's an article on a website called The Hill. Yeah, and the and the headline is "There's no magic in a four day work week." He's, what does that mean? I just I think it just means that somebody. Um, that doesn't want their employees thinking about having a four day work work a four day work week. Um, doesn't want them thinking it's a possibility. I think that maybe oh maybe it's not as great as everybody's saying it is. I think it sounds fucking fantastic. I've worked four day work weeks before. We have three day weekends every so often. I love those weeks much better than I like the five day weeks. Correct. Yeah. Now, do the four day work weeks? Does that mean you're working ten hour days? I'm not doing that. <laughs> no. No, if the work gets done, I don't understand. The work gets done doesn't really matter. It will do it adjust. But I, I guess who matter. gets screwed? The people who get paid hourly get screwed. Oh yeah, it's true. Hourly hourly will get screwed. Yeah. But they might not end up they might not do might not end up doing the 40 work week then. You know so I mean? it should be for salary only. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I don't know, but we got to figure it out. Everybody's everybody's welcome. Yeah, yeah. The pay, getting paid—that's that's a whole other thing, right? Because nobody's gonna, no company's gonna help you out for working less. Be like, yeah, you know what? We'll we'll keep paying you the same. This maybe this might be the wrong country for it. <laughs> yeah, probably it's definitely the wrong country for it. <laughs> Uh, pros and cons. I, mean, I think we know the pros from an employee standpoint. One less day, yep. One less day to fucking. It's from August. It's from August. Uh, global experiments to test a forty work week have gotten workers and their boss and their bosses on board with the idea. This is another website. Overwhelming majority of workers said they'd be interested in a 40 work week. 87% to be exact. Of course. Who's the 13%? They're, over, they're overthinking it. Yeah, they are. Being contrarians. Mm, 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 mm. Let's see. I don't know who's doing this. Look at this. Yeah. In the, in the so, early 1900s, I'm reading that there used to be a six-day work week. So, that in in America, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, they, and they were getting paid shit. Those were not right. happy. Those are not happy days. No, for the people working. Yeah. Or at least like a, uh, I would even take like a one day, a week like mandatory. You have you work from home. Oh man, I mean, uh, see, I don't know. I'd I'd rather take the day off. I don't I don't love working from home. You don't get as much done, or I don't. Yeah, I'm not as productive at all. Just not. I mean, I don't, I don't mind it, but if I got shit to do, I just can't. I'd rather be in the office. If I have nothing to do. 
it's I'd, much, I'd obviously rather work from home. I'd like I'd like to here's what I'd like. I'd like to be treated like an adult and be like, yeah, you know what you're doing. You know your job. Yeah. You know if you need if you don't need to. So come are in, there some in. days where you feel like like I don't need to be here. I could do what I have to do from home. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that, like miserable being like I'm here for nothing. I don't think about it because it's not really an option for me to like just randomly work from home. So I don't really think yeah. about it. I just kind of buy the time. Can you can you say, oh man, we got hit with snow, snow day, but they don't give a shit. Uh, I've done that before. They told me to bring my computer home because it's supposed to snow tonight. I'm like, it's gonna be like an inch of snow. I'm going to work. Like I'm not. <laughs> come on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's got to be a better way. It's Monday through Friday yeah. crap. I know. Well, I probably we're probably arguing the wrong thing because it's it's maybe different lifestyles that we we need to find where it's not where it's like uh, I don't know, work every other day work week. Or you work, or you're independently wealthy, or something. They mean like different lifestyle. Like, don't drink as much on Sundays. I didn't say that. I meant meant readjusting how how we make money and work. Mm. That's right. Stop stop working for the man. Right, but then then you got to be the man, and you can't. Nobody's gonna pay. Nobody's nobody's gonna pay me. Nobody's gonna pay me what the man pays me. So, mm. yeah, definitely pros and cons. Driving the car, sitting shotgun. Uh, we are taking. Yeah, there's a website for a four day, four day work week global, creating a million new years of free time. Years created so far. 2,197 years of free time. Mm. We probably just, right. waste, probably just waste it all. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't bet against it. <laughs> <sighs> it's in our nature. How many times do you, how many times do you have like a, a weekend when you, you go back to work on a uh, Monday and be like, shit, I didn't get anything done this weekend. I see another day to get the shit done that I was supposed to get done. I that's kind of what I used. That's kind of what I used today. Oh, I didn't really do anything today. <laughs> well, it was a I good chill day, though. Yeah, it was, it was a great chill day. It was, yeah. You know, football at 4.30. It was more of a uh, more of a recovery day, physically. Take it, e- take it easy. Yeah, take it easy. Relax. It was freezing out. So it was like, I don't know if you went outside at all today, but it was brick city. Yeah, yeah, it was cold. So it was, yeah, good day. A good first holiday of the new year where you just kind of, yeah, just took it easy. Were there a lot of movies on today? Like there was uh, New Year's Day. I don't know what you, what'd you watch today? Oh, man, I didn't really watch anything. I went to the gym. Um then I had like NFL Network on, I guess right. background. All right, uh, well, you got, you got something done. Yeah, because I would have done that if I had worked too. I wouldn't have been. It was easier. It was much more convenient to just wake up and go at like ten. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, when you get through stuff at your leisure, it's great. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what I watched. That's the thing about like being home or like working from home or just being home and not working. Sometimes you don't know what the fuck to do. When you're home and not working? Yeah. Like I didn't know what, I don't know what to put on anymore during the day. I, I checked the movie channels. Jalen Hurts, bomb. I got to throw a flag. No flags. Um, yeah, I have no idea what to put. Like, I, I'm trying to think what I. I don't think I watched anything. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. I know what I. Oh, it was. I watched. Uh, there was some basketball on. Marquette and Villanova played. I watched a little bit of that. Oh, okay, all right. So now you weren't. You were sports. You were all sports up today. Yeah, I was sports up today. I, I didn't all see right. any sort of movie or anything. Okay. Uh, yeah, we caught a little bit of Back to the Future Part Three. Is that the one that they go to like the Wild West? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I ever saw that one all the way really? through. Oh, I guess yeah, it once. It's not great, but it is entertaining. They revisit a lot of a lot of stuff from the first two, just, re- just redoing the same jokes. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't think I've seen it the whole way through. The second one I know is the Almanac one. Right. He goes ahead to 19. No. I forget how far in the future he goes, but I know it's Biff with the almanac. And he's like living in a hotel, married to his mother. Yes, that's right. The Mets, something with the Mets in the World Series or something. I know it's the Florida team. Oh, it's the Cubs in the World Series. Yeah. Yeah. They were off like a year, weren't they? Oh, right. They go ahead to 2015. Yeah. We've passed. We've passed where they where they went. Yeah. Yes, it's 2015, and I remember the Cubs made it to the LCS that year, and they lost to the Mets. That's where the Mets come in mm-hmm. in real life, All right? And everyone's like, "Oh, <laughs> Cubs, back to the future. They're going to win it," and they ended up winning it the following year, which is pretty impressive. It is. Back to the Future was off a year if they had just gone ahead in the future 31 years. Instead of thirty, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they made the, if they made it, if they made the movie a year later. That's but it. Had, but they had to get it, they had to get it out there for the people. So, got a the third up, one, yeah, yeah. The third one I don't remember at all. I just remember the the western part, and that's about it. And the the first one, I mean, I've seen a million times all the way through. That one I know. It's the first one's amazing. It's it's a fucking classic. It's one of the greatest movies of like our generation. But there yep. are so many holes in it. <laughs> the fact that they don't remember, like they named their third kid after this guy, and he grew up to look just like him, and they it, somehow it's not a, a thing. Wait, say that one more time. They, like the they named third... so so they meet so so Marty goes back in the future, and he's the reason they get together. Right, the parents yeah. get together. Yeah. They named their third kid after him. Uh huh. Still. He grows up to look just like the guy. Oh, so you're saying they should have known. It's not that far. It's like 30 years later. It doesn't, it doesn't make much sense. So you're saying once they have Marty and he grows up, they should be like, oh, shit, that's the guy. This is so weird. Name? Like, this is very weird. Marty. No, what's his? What, what's the name that he gives him? Doesn't he give him a fake name at the dance? Uh well she thinks his name's Calvin Klein because he's got Calvin Klein yeah, underwear on. Calvin Klein. I think they know his name is Marty though because I think at the end, she he walks away and and she's like Marty what a nice name. 
I see what you mean. Yeah, because a little bit of like a butterfly effect there. Like they should, because now when they go ahead to the future, that actually happened. Say again. When they go back to the when they go back to the present, like in 1985, that actually happened. Like that, hap- Marty went back in time, and now that's a part of right, right. Originally, that was not a part of the past. He had to go back to the future. Right. He made he made it part of the past. Yeah. Right. He injected themselves. He he injected himself into the timeline a second time. A fucking paradox. Right. No, it's just it's it's uh it's it's amazing. I mean, it's it's great. I love it. I'm not I'm not complaining about it. I'm not like I don't know out. if it's a, I don't know if it's as big of a hole as you think. I, I feel like there's a lot of holes though. I'd have to do like a thing, but well, time travel movie. I mean, there's always gonna be holes. It's sci-fi in general. There's always gonna be holes. True. Almost impossible not to have holes in a sci-fi movie. That's fair. That's fair. Unless I mean, you make it's ridiculous. Unless you make it as confusing as possible, you create like these. I'm sure like Star Wars has a million holes. Yeah, but I'm sure like their fans know them all and defend them all. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of I can't think of a Star Wars hole, but yeah, I'm sure there's plenty. Well, don't they talk about it in um, not Mall Rats? Oh, it's the one that they do like they have like the grocery Clerks? store. Clerks, yeah. Don't they don't they yeah. discuss that? I'm sure they discuss Star Wars, but I can't think of what they actually talk about. I think they talk about a hole, I don't know. Or a couple holes. They talk about how the actually the how the um the good guys are actually the bad guys because they're terrorists and when they blow up the Death Star, they're killing a bunch of like like electricians and construction workers and stuff, basically, and not right, actual... collar guys. Right, exactly. There's that whole thing. So, uh, I think that's what they talked about. I got like t- this site, Collider.com. Ten biggest plot holes in Star Wars. Ten. So yeah, that seems about right. Luke is hidden on Tatooine and keeps the Skywalker name. Probably, I mean, he's on a different planet. He could probably keep that name and stay. I don't understand what the hole is. Oh, maybe because ta- uh... yeah, I don't know. Maybe, was... maybe because maybe because Tatooine is like where he was originally originally from. His family. It's a little over my head. Darth Vader doesn't recognize C-3PO or R2-D2. Which in the prequels, weren't those his machines? Didn't he build one of them? Oh, I think maybe. he built C-3PO. Oh, okay. Maybe he was just so like... Well, why would he want to recognize him? I don't understand. What do you, well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. That's a good question, I guess. Well, he if he built C three, maybe he was just so like the dark side just eroded him so much that like his his brain was kind of fried. It's like blind, Anakin blind didn't him. Anakin didn't exist anymore. It was just Vader. Wow, I like that. Blind, yeah, not, not a plot hole, not a plot hole at yeah. all. Look, you're just you're a Star Wars nerd. How could you defend? <laughs> um, I 
I don't know, these other ones aren't really ones that I can get into because you have to like actually know. I mean, I know the basics of Star Wars, but these are like. Yeah, they've, they've been well thought out by people who care. There's like paragraphs written why it's a plot hole. I don't have time for that. Oh. <laughs> um, some of them are about like the new movies, which I haven't seen. Yeah, I, I can't really get into these uh, these other plot holes because you have to like have a, a better background, I think. But the yeah. C3PO one we debunked, so there you go. There's really nine plot holes. <laughs> oh, apparently Palpatine returned. This must be like in one of the new ones. Palpatine is like the the emperor. He's like the right. guy above the Vader. Evil guy, yeah. So he must have come back in one of the new ones, even though I'm pretty sure Darth Vader like threw him off a fucking <laughs> to- tower or something at the end of Return of the Jedi. So I guess people didn't like that. I mean, isn't like Luke's fall when, when he gets thrown? Isn't that kind of? I'm sure there's explanation for it, but that's a long fall. And he doesn't get like a scratch on him. Which like when does the, when does he fall? Empire when he gets, his, when he gets back? A, the second one, when he gets his hand cut off. Yeah, and he go and he falls down and ends up in that chute. It ends up just being like uh, a fun slide. <laughs> he might as well be saying like "wee." Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to go back and see what, how bad the fall was. It's just a little far. It's just a little long. It doesn't seem recoverable. He gets his heart, gets his fucking hand chopped off too. Clean. He bounces back. Yeah. Well, he's the chosen one. He's uh. Well, it was, it was done with the lightsaber, so I assume it's got something to do with why it was so clean. And um, they they do get that mechanical hand back pretty quick. Good. Um, AI, AI puts it together. I think. I think it's machinery that puts it on. Yeah, it's yeah, they have they have good uh fake hands on standby, ready to go. Yep. This is what happens when the wild card games suck. Yeah, basically, yes. <laughs> this is the product you get. We needed a couple close games. <laughs> we had a debating Star Wars that we have no understanding of anyway. <laughs> Third and nine here for Jalen Hurts. We're trying to will this game into uh you ever try and drink a game into existence, like a good game? Gamble a game too. That's another way to do it. Yeah. Oof. Man, the Eagles look broken. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably the right word for it. Something something happened. They were eleven and one or whatever, ten and one, eleven and one. Ten and one. And it just something something has snapped. They had an awesome win against the Bills and the Chiefs. I think back-to-back weeks it was. Uh, one was the, a Sunday 4 o'clock game, and one was a uh, – the Chiefs was a Monday night game. And then ever since then, like they beat the Bills and Chiefs, and it was like, oh, shit. And then ever since then, they've won one game. And, and the kicker was they were 10-1. and one. Their win total for the year in Vegas was 11 and a half, and they didn't get there. That's wild. That is a bad beat. 
That's a real bad beat. Yeah, you're hanging on the last six weeks. That's crazy. Just hanging on for two wins, and they could not get it. And you're, after they beat the Giants on Christmas, you're like, all right, we got the Cardinals on New Year's Eve. This is going to be win number 12, and they couldn't even do that. Couldn't That's do tough. It. Well, they might bench everybody early, too, right? Or no, the no, Giants, not against the the Giants game. The Gi- no, not against the Cardinals. Yeah, the Cardinals, they they played everybody. That was a game they needed to have. They would have won the division. Apparently, they don't like these uh, new coordinators. I guess the brains of the operation last year was the Colts coach, Scheister, whatever his name is, Shane something. Okay. And, and the defensive guy for who got the Cardinals job, Gannon. They have Patricia, right? That's one of them. Well, they brought Patricia in. Like five games ago, yeah. and the defense has not been good. <laughs> I guess it. I guess the reason they brought him in is because the defense wasn't playing well. But he has not made things better. Right. And the offense. I mean, AJ Brown's hurt, but they just not great. We gotta take a quick break. Do Hope, anything. Hopefully, we have some action. In the second half. We'll be right back. All right, All right. round. Part two. Has there ever been a movie that that the plot holes have actually taken you out of the movie? Are you so bothered by it? Probably, yeah. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but yeah, I can't, I can't think of anything either. But I don't know if it's maybe plot holes, but something that's just like a little too ridiculous. Like, you're not I sure. don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't usually last. Not that I, I don't really shut movies off. But you could be taken out of it if it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, there's so many movies. Like, are you bothered by Armageddon that they send drillers to the asteroid <laughs> instead of instead of astronauts? There were astronauts on that ship. Yeah, right, it, so is, it, it lot, is great. It would have been it a is... lot easier to train astronauts to drill. Yeah, yeah. Or at least sent up like an equal amount of astronauts and yeah, it's kind of amazing to think like you know what the easy thing here is teach these drillers to be astronauts, not teach these astronauts to be drillers. Yeah, you're right. That doesn't make much sense. Uh, but no, it doesn't matter because I don't really. I'm not sure if I would buy Ben Affleck as an astronaut. No, <laughs> definitely not. I know I don't. I don't really buy him as a driller either, but that's besides the point. I just did a, a quick Google search on 10 biggest movie plot holes of all time. Yeah. I don't know if these movies with plot holes, but Back to the Future was number one. <laughs> and I bet you, I see, I don't know if this is plot holes or like one plot hole that was just so egregious. I'd have to actually read the article. Oh, What's Saw the, made the list. What's number two? Space Jam. <laughs> What's the hole in Space Jam? We're going to find out. Uh, let's see. While the film provides younger audiences with a good time, some people on the platform can't help noting a small mistake in a match. At the end of Space Jam, Michael Jordan 
leaves the ground at half court, but it only counts as a two-point shot, <laughs> even though no part of him or the players that are blatantly following him are within the three-point line. So the final score, they should have won by two points instead of one. Okay, that's fair. Valid. But it also valid. But it's also a basketball game in a fake cartoon land. Well, that's what that's where you enter the sci-fi universe where like you're always gonna find these things. You gotta, you know. They were cheap. That's one that I, yeah, that's one I could look past. Um, let's see, the back to the future one. Let's see. In Robert Zemeckis' film, the major plot hole that was never addressed is how wrong Dr. Brown's maths were in the scene where Marty has to hit the wire and get the lightning bolt into the flux capacitor at exactly the right time, but the car won't start. So technically, Marty leaves late, yet still hits the wire on time. So Doc's math was wrong, and no one said a word. It also doesn't make sense that Doc's math was wrong, I guess, then. That's great. Uh, it also doesn't make sense that the lightning strikes right at the strike of a certain time. Oh, you're right. As soon as you're saying, as soon as the clock hits, like when the seconds start, you mean? Well, yeah, look, it clicks and then the lightning yeah. strikes it. That's a little too convenient. Very convenient. Um, let's see. Anything else on this list? I never saw the X Files. I never saw Too Fast, Too Furious. I never saw Spider Man. Which Spider Man? I mean, it doesn't really matter. The f- first one, Tobey Maguire. Okay, if, they, if you say there's holes in it, there's holes in it. I'm sure there. I'm sure, you could find a plot hole in most superhero movies. Uh. The Star uh, Star Wars showing up again. Of course. Again, C three PO and R two D two in the middle of a in the middle of a controversy because Obi Wan didn't remember them either. Uh, wow. Saw. Let's see. You've seen Saw, right? I don't really remember, but yeah, I've seen it. The first gory film of the popular horror franchise also made it to the list thanks to a particular questionable scene in the film when one of the strangers was attempting to escape. On Reddit, blah, 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 makes a point to explain it. Why didn't he just use the saw to get the phone that was just barely out of reach instead of cutting his own foot? I'd have to go back and watch the movie. I don't remember. That's, yeah. Why didn't he use the saw to get the phone? I guess, I guess that makes I, I mean, it sounds like it probably makes sense. Oh, okay. That I was a little bit elaborate. He, the phone was just out of his reach. But he, he had, probably could have used He panicked. He had that's, an implement. That's my justification. That's probably true. Yes. I think I'd be panicking myself. So, yeah. In hindsight, though, he's going to really be kicking himself with the foot that he's got left. Yeah, Monday morning quarterbacking. Yeah. <laughs> like I should have just reached out with the saw. All right, so that's it. Finding Nemo rounds out the top 10, which I think I saw, but I don't remember too much of it. Yeah, well, Todd Bull is going to win a playoff game. That's what I know. (laughs) Baker Mayfield. 
Right behind Baker him. Mayfield has like Baker Mayfield has a playoff win. Man, how, so this is just two for two separate or two wins for two separate teams. It's impressive. He, yeah, he won. Uh, he went to Pittsburgh a few years ago and won. That's impressive. I could already see like on ESPN like the, the uh, this is something that's going to be asked. Let's do like ESPN like roundtable discussions. Okay, on the bottom line of the screen. More pressure on them this weekend. Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen? <laughs> uh, Josh Allen. Because he's playing the Chiefs. Um, I just think, I, I feel like their windows just shrink. And he has, he has yet to like break through. They haven't had the year like the Bengals have surpassed them. You guys feel like Every year, every year that ticks by, they don't make a run. That's just a wasted year. There's a couple different ways to look at it. I think that Josh Allen, because of the opponent, because it's Mahomes and it would just be another loss to the Chiefs, there's more pressure on him, like okay. having to stare across the field and see that guy. Mm-hmm. But Lamar's going to win his second MVP playing a team that they're going to be like nine point favorites against 10 point favorites against that's fair yeah you know who's underrated got a lot of pressure on them is the niners specifically kyle shanahan right because it's all wide open <laughs> and you know what the, you know what the thing is with the niners not like the cowboys are gone but i was going to say this if the cowboys and niners played in the nfc title game the Niners have had more success, like in the short term, over the Cowboys. Like they've been to a couple Super Bowls, even though they've lost. They're in the playoffs basically every year. They make a run, they win some games. But the Niners Super Bowl drought is a year longer than the Cowboys. Like eventually mm-hmm. they got to get over the hump and win a Super Bowl. Or else that's gonna really become a thing a thing that, you know, right now nobody really talks about it. But, I mean, I think there's a lot of pressure on the Niners. It's going to be more about, like, the Ravens and, and Bills because the quarterbacks. But the Niners are kind of flying a little under the radar. I don't think they get any shit for that. The Cowboys get plenty of shit for that. It's just because they've made a couple runs, just haven't won it. The Cowboys haven't been back to the Super Bowl. Is it because everybody hates the Cowboys anyway, so it's easy to do it? I think because the the – Niners have been a much more game team. They've been to two Super Bowls. They've been to an NFC title game where they lost to the Rams. Like they've been a much they've been a much more game team in January than the Cowboys have. I think that's got that's the only thing I could think of. Hmm. But uh, still a drought. Yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, I think but anytime you're the overall fan, but that just adds pressure. If you get up, if you get off to a slow start, or the other team comes out hot. Those are both the Ravens and the Niners. I, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a prediction that if the Niners don't come out of the NFC, then that that narrative will begin. All right. Yeah, it should. It will get talked about more, more and more. Uh. McCarthy's going to get fired by the Cowboys, right? He has, has to. to. He's got to be on his way out. There's no way he lasts another year like this. I don't know who they're going to replace him with. If they're going to go like 
the Belichick route or Vrabel or in-house Dan Quinn, which I'd be careful about. I don't think it'll be Belichick. Because of Jerry Jones. It seems like a match made in hell. Although that would be a great way for them to both end their careers, basically. Just driving each other nuts. That would be great TV, and they would hate each other within like instantly. Instantly, yeah. At the interview. Yeah. As you as you signing on the dotted line. <laughs> yeah, there there's something will go down. McCarthy's such a weird McCarthy's tough, man, because like the guy has so much success, regular season success. They win like 10, 11 games automatic. Mm-hmm. But that's just, always something about the playoffs, man. You just can't. That's always an issue, though, right? I mean, like, that's part. It's part of winning, though. So if you if you give if you give a guy a team that can win that many games, but they can't deliver in the playoffs, like that's a problem. Like I never understand it's like the the Boone like the Boone argument is like, oh, Boone wins ninety five games every year. It's like, okay, great. They falls flat on his face in the playoffs. Like it's the same thing. Look at the Cowboys. Like it's great that they win eleven games, but they don't do anything when when it matters. Like it's like, do you want to just be a good regular season team, or do you want to be dangerous come playoff time? Yeah, he has had more consistent uh, regular season success than Garrett. Garrett had a lot of eight and eights. And there was yeah. So they did improve technically over Garrett, but it's still like the same old story with them. It's incredible. And then, like, I think that he would have gotten fired either way. Like, they could have lost the heartbreaker field goal, 50 yarder or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, the fact that they didn't show up, that's it. Like, there's yeah. no shot he comes yeah. back. Yeah. I mean, like, it was like, it was over early. It was over real early. And I kept trying to talk myself into, like, ah, oh, maybe they could make a run just to make it interesting. But that's like, just the, de- the defense just didn't do anything yeah that's just hoping that you get a game that's it blindly uh, hoping you get a game kicking a field goal here to make it a two possession game making a two possession game a two possession game all right Nick Sirianni <laughs> and the Bucks jump off sides man Todd Bowles gonna win a playoff game now they're going to go for it on fourth and five. Is it possible Sirianni gets fired? I've heard the Eagles uh, fans I, have turned on him. Yeah, if there's a little discontent, I guess, but they were just from the Super Bowl last year. It's such an ugly end, though. That like there's like anything's up for grabs. Like that kind of end is it's not historic necessarily, but it was so abrupt. It just it fell apart so quickly that it's possible. Anything's anything yeah, something ain't right. Uh, I don't know what else they're gonna be talking about. Talking heads this week, Plenty. besides the Eagles, actually teams that are alive. Uh, there'll be some talk about. I mean, you mentioned uh, Jordan Love, but not C.J. Stroud. There'll be some mention of Stroud. And his Stroud, Stroud's kind of got house money. That, that's definitely gonna end the game, probably. Bucks take over on downs. Most fun while it lasted. 
Um, yeah, Stroud's. I feel like Stroud's got a little house money. Texans are just like Texans didn't even have to beat the Browns; and they could have sold it on a successful season. Yeah, no, but I mean, like you know, he played very well. I mean, the defense played great in that game too. They played well, and uh, up and coming, up and coming quarterbacks. We'll say that that's the storyline there. Yeah, he looks like the real deal. And the Browns, I mean, you can't survive a pick six on the road. Never no. mind two back to back. Back to back, yeah. <laughs> that was that was tough. Yeah, I mean, Stroud looks good, man. If he wins this week, oof. You go into Baltimore and win, that's a whole other animal than winning a home yeah. game against the Browns. Yeah, I'd be a little nervous. You'd be nervous if you're Baltimore? Just Yeah, just with that kid coming in, I'd be nervous. Yeah, never know who's going to. You don't want him to smack you in the mouth and just, like, make you look foolish. You never know when you're dealing with the next great one, right? It's like Jordan Love. You don't know. Yep. Yep. And it happens. Yeah. That's how these stories start, right? They start when they're underdogs going on the road. They're not supposed to win. Mm -hmm. And they win, and it's like, oh, shit. The legend begins. Right. So you got to worry about that with Stroud and Love. That's going to be that's going to be a talk. Who better better overwhelming or not overwhelming better chance better double digit underdog to pull upset that came out wrong but you get my point <laughs> the better double digit underdog. more likely double digit underdog to pull the outright upset Texans right. or Packers that's going to be one that's yeah because the other two point spreads well I don't know if there's a line spread out yet Lions Bucks is going to be like six, is my guess. Let's see if anyone's got it up yet. That is that is a very uh, I don't know the word to describe it, but three o'clock Sunday, Tampa at Detroit in a playoff game. <laughs> what's the what's the word to describe it? I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm digging deep for it. Tampa <laughs> at the tr- unlikely. It's unlikely. It's it's a little underwhelming. A little underwhelming. Yes. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I, the Lions are good. I I really don't want to watch the Bucks in another playoff game, though. And not that no. the Eagles deserve it. Like, well, I don't want to watch the Eagles at all after watching this, but. There just weren't there just weren't enough good NFC teams to have a good final four. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. We're, we're doing the best we can, what we have to work with. Yeah, there just weren't enough, man. Like once the Cowboys and Eagles kind of just shit the bed, like, yeah, we don't have four good teams out here. Cause I did I, I mean, I don't think the Bucs are good. No, they're they're not. They're they're a little pesky, but they're not good. Yeah, they're pesky. Mayfield, scrappy. But, I mean, the Eagles have just looked. I mean, just, I mean, there's not. The defense has, like, made a few plays here in the second half. But, I mean, there's guys running free in the secondary. Yes, it's okay. Well, it very is. unlikely. Three o'clock. NBC game, so that'll be uh, what's his face, Tariko and Collinsworth. As long as we don't have Garrett again, because that was brutal. 
Uh, which game did he do? He did the uh, Peacock game with Tariko. Oh, I blacked that out. Okay, that's oh, right. He's bad. He's so he's like he sounds like a computer generated color commentary guy. Yeah, he should, he should be on like a like a computer game from 1998. It's not great. What about Romo today doing Steelers Bills? He was a little he, much. He's always a little much. He's, he was Romo. I mean, he lived up to what you expected him to be. I didn't expect any less from Tony today. It's tough. If your team's playing and you let the announcers, like you let them, you you actually listen to what they're saying, man, it's just, it's really, it's hard. It's hard not to hate them. When I was watching Bill's Dolphins week 18, man, I wanted to fucking kill Collinsworth. <laughs> I'm sure because he's fawning all over the team. Yeah. I don't remember. I know, like, it used to be like a, you know, running joke with like John Madden and uh, Favre, like how much he loved Favre. Yeah. I really don't remember. Like, I really, I really don't remember. Like, I almost like how Aikman is just like very monotone. Just kind of just like calls the game. Like Romo is just. I mean. It's too much. I mean, you go on Twitter and it's just like, just like, you know, fellatio jokes about him and Josh Allen, like, <laughs> like all through the timeline. And it's, I don't know. And Collinsworth is the same way. It's like, can you guys just like act like professionals? Can you be fucking professionals? He's like Mr. Pink. Yeah, exactly. That's just how I am. I don't know. It's too much. Romo's way too much. He's the happiest to be. He even tried to make it a game at the end when the when Pittsburgh was down two scores. Like, well, it's like there's like two minutes in change. I'm like, well, Pittsburgh has a chance here if they go down the field quick and score. Like, there's still kind of a game here. And uh, what's his name was like, uh, if you say so, <laughs> it wasn't buying it at all. Right, just start previewing next week, Tony. Yeah. Come on. You're going to be back there. Nance probably hates being in Buffalo. He's not happy he has to stay in Buffalo for another week. Do those guys, do those guys stay or do they do they go? I mean, they get air, air, air wherever they want to go. So I don't think they want to stay in Buffalo. Right, but it's already Monday. That's true. <laughs> Tomorrow's Tuesday. I mean, maybe you, you, you go. Yeah, where would go you back go? to wherever you live? Tuesday, Wednesday. You come back Thursday. I think you got to be back there by at least Friday. They're so used to traveling, though, so they might not mind flying home, doing a couple of days home, then going just going back. Yeah, that's a good question. Nance and Romo, what are you guys? What are you guys doing? <laughs> That's the hard questions. <laughs> um, anybody else in danger of losing their job, or is that it? Tomlin's not. Uh, your guy's not. Uh, you talk about playoff guys. Yeah, Rams are not. No. 
No, McVeigh's not going anywhere unless he wants to. Right. Uh, is there anybody in the final eight that if they lost this week could be out? I don't. Mm. Dermot, maybe. Bills, if they lose to the Chiefs again. I think he's the one guy. He's the one guy who could be in danger if they laid another egg. In the he's, that's, that's true. That's true. He gets kind of a free pass. And they had such a – like the opposite of the Eagles. They had such a resurgence at the end of the year. It's like people kind of forgot that he was starting to be on the hot seat a little bit. Right. I think, he, I think if they lose this week, he could end up back on the hot seat. I don't know if they would definitely make a change, but – that might be the number one on the power power ranking uh, hot seat list. Sean McDermott this week. Yeah. He's the guy. I still got no line spread yet. Somebody had a post somewhere. I'm going to say it's uh, – it looks like the Bills are laying three, three or two and a half Sunday. Uh, the Lions – no, nothing yet. What did you say What you say? thought the number was going to be? Like six? Yeah. Sounds about right. I think – yeah, you can't go too high, but – you got to go over like the usual three. Yeah, the Tampa's not going to get under six. Man, so Baker Mayfield has made them a better team than Tom Brady did. If that goes without saying, yeah, the, the Bucks are a better team, and the Packers are a better team with Jordan Love. It goes without saying, yeah, obviously, much improved over the past year. Not even close. And the part the thing is, oh, they, you saw that sign the guy was holding? No, fire Seriani sign. Eagles uh, fan. I think I think I'm a. T- I'm not sure if I'm gonna touch behind or touch ahead of you. Oh, I got the I got it. Dave Mason just hooked me up, and it is six. Dave Mason. Okay. Dave Mason. Total 49 and a half. The Lions get another home playoff game. Well, this weekend, um, I said it felt like wacky and wild and just like a marathon of smorgasbord of football. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, it was terrible for the most part, even though it was <laughs> awesome. It was a terrible, awesome weekend. Yeah, that's what you football. get. Walk a weekend, you get that. That's all. That has happened very often. Yeah. That's why DPW has always been the best week because you trim the fat. You get the best teams, yeah. You know, now you get you get a little bit better teams wild card weekend because you get the two seeds involved. Mm-hmm. But you haven't played in the seventh seed sometimes. If, you know, it doesn't always equal a good game. But yeah, the, now you get the grade eight. You get you know the fat's been trimmed. Um. The fat has been trimmed, except for the Bucks, still hanging on by a thread. 
But that's why DPW is the best weekend of the year. Best weekend of football of the year. Still some fat to trim. Yeah. Lane Johnson, fucking aging team, the Eagles. Kelsey might retire. Yeah. Kelsey looks like a guy who's going to retire. Just sitting there on the bench. Podcast. Yeah, he's going to go be an entertainer. Oh, boy. This is tough. 25 to 9. Playing out the string here. Yeah, I mean, we'll always have Lions, Rams, I guess, this weekend, but the other five games were just they were over they were over with uh, a little bit of time on the clock yeah yeah I don't know what the Eagles do from here yeah it's I mean just a matter if they're going to stick with that coach really I guess that's it yeah they, I mean, they seem to like Hertz, but Hertz has looked very pedestrian since I don't know, for a month now. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, DPW, I mean, DPW's got to. It doesn't help the fact that the first two games of the weekend are both big, bigger spreads, which doesn't mean anything. But DPW's got to deliver a little bit. I mean, it might be all on Chiefs' bills Sunday at 6.30 to just save the entire playoffs. That's a good point. You might have to lean on them heavily. That's, I mean, that's the must-see game of the, of the playoffs to date. Oh, yeah. For sure. That's, that's got everything. That's got all the storyline. That's got everything. Yeah. Uh. I don't know, Texans, I think everything has a chance, except for the Lions-Tampa. I think everything has a chance. Well, you never know. I mean, any game could be close and entertaining and have a crazy, like, double overtime walk. I don't know. I hear you. I wouldn't bet on Bucks lions being that, but <laughs> that's, I mean, Bucks lions that feels like it was a playoff game one year. I feel like that was a playoff game one year. So there's history. Well, yeah, let's check it out. Detroit Lions playoff history. Like we know Warren Sapp, like late no. mid to late nineties, maybe. We know it was in Tampa. It was in Tampa if it was in our lifetime, yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Lions. 1997, they played at Tampa. This was a wild card weekend. The Bucks won 20 to 10. And that is the only time they ever played in the playoffs. All right, well, it's happened. It has happened. Uh, like Bobby it. Ross. Bobby Ross was the coach of the Lions back then. Tony Dungy was the coach of the Bucks. 
Let's see. The Bucks were favored by three points, so they covered. Who was the quarterback? Trent Dover was the quarterback for Tampa. The quarterback for the Lions was Scott Mitchell, who apparently, I think he got pulled midway through the game for Frank Reich. Scott Mitchell had a tough game. 10 for 25, 78 yards and an interception. Oh, that's atrocious. Frank Reich a little better. 11 for 15, 129. Well, I came in, game's over. He's loosened up a little bit. You can, you can be fast and loose at that point if you're Frank Reich. Yes, this was a uh, this was a Sunday four right. o'clock game. I like well, good. I'm glad we have some history though between these two. It's one one yeah, that's it. We know the Chiefs Bills history. It's been all recent basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, although they did play way back in the day at Montana. When Montana was a Chief, they played the Bills in an AFC title game. So a ton of history there. What else? Oh, Packers Niners have a ton of history. Yep. Rodgers never beat him in the playoffs. Oh, man. So it comes out. I know, right? Does it first year? It'd be amazing. And then what's the other matchup I'm missing? Ravens. Oh, Ravens-Texans. I do remember a Ravens-Texans playoff game one year. Um, the Flacco beat them. That was a D. I think that was a DPW game, actually. I think that's probably the only time they ever played in the playoff, though. Playoffs, though. Oh man, the cameraman just juked me out there. I thought, was, <laughs> I thought he was throwing it away. Bucks are getting their money's worth. Thirty-one oh, nine now. Eagles have paper bags over their heads. <laughs> this is, I mean, 10 and 1, this team was. Now the fans are sitting there, fire coach signs, paper bags over their heads. Got ugly quick in Philly. January 15th, 2012. That's when the Texans and Ravens played. Supposed to. F- 12-year anniversary. Um, And that is is it for Ravens-Texans history. All right. Yeah, yeah, tough. Tough, uh, yeah, just tough show to mow through when the game stunk. I didn't want to jump the gun on DPW talk because that's going to be Thursday. Yeah, don't want to jump the gun there. I can't. I can't. It's already going to be a long enough week. I can't get into <laughs> DPW right now. <laughs> no, no, no. We got to let we got to let Walker weekend finish, and we can sit on it for a little bit. Right, then, we're uh, still looking for the spread of the, the fourth game. I mean, yeah. Uh, so you didn't get to watch um, the new True Detective. I'm assuming. I did not get to watch it yet. All right. That'll be it's to me like True Detective is must see TV. Did you watch it already? Not yet. No. Uh <laughs> we weren't taping, I probably would have turned it on about a half hour ago. Yeah, right. We'd already been done with it. You what do you hear this new this movie? I don't know how new it is, but I think it's from this year. 
2023. Salt, salt, uh, salt burn. Yeah, yeah. I've heard about it. Yeah, I don't know much about it. I know the kid who's in it. I know he shows his dick in it, but that's all I know. That's all I remember. Yeah, he hangs it. Hangs dong. Thunder gun. <laughs> um, it was pretty. I thought it was pretty good. Oh, the movie, like yeah. People, bunch of people with accents, yeah. All right. Was Usually it like the a, accent? Was it like um, social commentary type thing? Is that right? A little bit. A little bit, like about like class. Right, 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 right. That's what I was thinking of, like class. Yeah. But it's a little more than that too. It's not just that. There's some other themes, some under underlying themes in it. Okay. What's it on? What's it streaming on? Uh, is it Prime? I have the remote over somewhere. I think it's um. I think it's Amazon Prime. Yes, Amazon Prime. Prime comes through once in a while. It's Amazon Prime. All right. Yeah, the kid from Dunkirk is in it, and uh, who's the tall kid? He's in Euphoria. I think he just hosted SNL, too, this week. Paul, I didn't see SNL this week. Neither did I. I just saw that he was hosting. And uh, the mother in it is the chick from Gone Girl, Rosamund Pike. Okay. Uh, is there anyone else famous in this movie, really? I think that's really it. It's a bunch of English people. Okay. English, English slash Irish. No Americans were allowed to uh, do the English accent. <laughs> Protect their heritage, yeah. <laughs> do you know who Richard E. Grant is? I don't think so. He's in it. He's like a face you would know, probably. Richard E. Grant. It sounds like that sounds like the beginning of a sitcom that's like starring Richard E. Grant or with Richard E. Grant, guest star, Richard E. Grant. Something like yeah. that. <laughs> He's one of those faces he, I, I I know I've seen, but like I'm looking at his filmography. And you can't place where you've seen him. No, I can't. Maybe this is the first movie I've ever seen him in. Just a familiar face that familiar for no reason. Maybe television? Let's see what his television filmography is. An episode of Frasier. Oh, this guy's <laughs> Yeah, where is this guy from? I can't place him. I'm looking at his filmography now, and I cannot place him. He is a that guy with no home. He's no reason to be a that guy. He should be a who? <laughs> He's in 150 things, though, so. You've just seen him in trailers before, the movies you've never watched. That's probably it. All right, that's it, man. We're under a minute. 
All right. Thank God. We got the, <laughs> the Eagles fucking suck. Steelers did their best, but there was nothing really to break down. Yeah, All roads a, lead to DPW. He wasn't a Star Wars. All right. Thank you very much for listening. As always, we'll be back here on Thursday. Talk to you then. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, we'll talk to you Thursday night. Preview DPW. Best weekend of the year. Until then, peace.